Hi, welcome to Healthcare Marketing Insights for the week of May 4. This is Chris Bevelo, president of Interval, healthcare marketing firm that's putting on the podcast. And I have with us via satellite, <laughs> Adam Meyer, our director of design. Hi, Adam. Hey. And we have with us a guest again this week, Reed Smith. Reed, hi. How are y'all? Good. Great. Thanks for, thanks for joining us. Reed is a former hospital marketing director who now works on the association side of hospitals. He's also the creator and co-moderator of a weekly healthcare marketing chat found on Twitter, which we're going to get to in a second. And Reed currently serves as the director of product development for the Texas Hospital Association. Glad you could join us, Reed. Well, thanks for having me. We know that you're uh, multitasking right now because, as we mentioned, Reed is the uh, co-moderator of a tweet chat on healthcare marketing, which is happening live right now. So he's having to monitor the tweet chat as well as uh, talk to us. So. Uh, if you hear Reed typing or if uh, he seems distracted anyway, that's why. <laughs> yes, yeah, not that I'll find this interesting. So, <laughs> right. But uh, yeah, we do have the, it's been going, I guess, for about 30 minutes now. So we're about about halfway through and, and uh, pretty good participation today. So it's been good. Yeah, it seems like it. We thought we would give people a little taste of this at the beginning and then dive into some issues, uh, some of which are actually being uh, chatted right now. But we've talked about this tweet chat before. And basically what it is, is, a, is kind of a chat room in Twitter where people who are interested in healthcare marketing, at least for this one, uh, kind of show up at noon. And the moderator, uh, who usually is Reed, though sometimes I'm moderator and sometimes we have others, uh, will toss out some questions and people just go to town and they start uh, kind of giving their opinions, giving answers, conversations start. Uh, and so I wanted to throw out, the, just kind of give people a flavor if you've never experienced this. So the first question Reed tossed out today was, with the rise of social media in hospitals, what is the future of traditional marketing communication methods? So here's just a snippet of what happened. I mean, there's, I don't even know how many tweets followed that. I would say 50 to 100. But here's just one conversation string. So uh, one participant whose uh, hashtag or whose Twitter name is Medex Central answered, social media becomes the center and traditional marketing feeds and promotes the center. And then someone else, I don't even know how to pronounce it, Satori World Med. Do you know, Reed, if it's Satori or Satori? You know, I don't. I think they're actually new this week, So, yeah. um, which is good, but unfortunately, yeah. I, I don't know how to say that. Right. So we think it's Satori World Med. We don't even know who's behind that one, but uh, they responded, traditional methods should not be left behind. They're still equally important as the demo that respond, responds is more apt to need healthcare. I responded to Medex Central, not sure I would go that far. So the fact that social media kind of uh, usurps traditional marketing. Uh, traditional media serves different purposes, different audiences, et cetera. A couple of either, other people reflected that, then Medex Central bounced back. Well, which audiences are, will not be on social media in the future? Uh, and my response was, I think social media is best for audiences who are engaged with the organization, most in market are not, which then spurred a whole nother, you know, bounce back with other people. So that's kind of the gist of this. Uh, how long have we been doing this, Reed? Do you remember how, how many weeks we've had this going? You know, I think this is probably, of course, we do this each Friday. So I think this is probably the, I don't know, maybe the fifth or sixth time we've done this. So maybe a month and a half, something like that. Does that sound right? right? Yeah, that's right. And we were kind of, uh, we were a spinoff from the HCSM group uh, that has a tweet chat at 8 o'clock Central on Sunday nights. 
And the intent of this was not to be too social media focused and trying to put social media in perspective uh, with the whole marketing mix. So we still talk a lot about it. I think that's just the the default when you're in Twitter that people are going to go there. But uh, we do tend to go to different things. So anyway, we just thought that'd be fun to share with folks. And we're going to kind of dive into a topic, uh, the very topic that read throughout there and kind of talk about it amongst ourselves here on the podcast, which is what is the balance between tr- traditional marketing and uh, social media or new media in healthcare? Uh, what is the appropriate balance? And I've got some thoughts on that, but Adam, you, we haven't let you speak again as usual. We got a muzzle on you. So what, what's your <laughs> thought on that? Uh, where do you think new media is fitting with, with the whole marketing mix? Ah, well, you know, it's a pretty, it's a pretty big question. Um, I don't think either one is, I don't think traditional media is going anywhere. Um, if anything, it's, it certainly has a place in the, in, in the area of supporting, um, new media, uh, whether it's brand awareness or well, I guess that could be it right there. If for no other reason, it is important for that alone. But um, I don't know. It's it's hard to define what the mix is because I think it's going to be different for for anyone who's using it. I don't think there's a, a prescribed mix that's going to be just right for everyone. Reed, where do you you know? Do you think there's any kind of? I'm just interested. You're down in Texas, so I wonder if things are different down in your neck of the woods than they are up here. I mean, what's the, what do you see as the adoption of social media within hospitals and, and health systems down in Texas? Well, you know, through doing this, you know, of course I've, I've come across hospitals inside and outside of Texas. From the most part, it seems to me that, like as in most things, the larger systems, larger facilities that have the infrastructure to dedicate time to this, obviously a lot further down the road than, say, uh, you know, a smaller or medium-sized hospital. Uh, it's got a director of marketing. They may be the only person in their department. So, you know, how much time they really have to devote to figuring this all out, number one. Right. And then figure out how to effectively use it. And so, um, you know, the, the bigger systems, obviously, in Houston, Dallas, uh, San Antonio, different places like that, even here in Austin, um, you know, you, you do see uh, a little more activity out of those, obviously. Sure. And I think in the Twin Cities, we've got most of the systems and hospitals, I think, in this market are, are on Twitter, but not all of them. There's a couple that are uh, some of the bigger ones that aren't quite there yet. So uh, we'll be interesting to see how long it takes them. And, you know, one of the things that I found interesting, I wonder if you guys have the same experience. I'm I'm terming it the Twitter Doppler effect, which is... You've got these folks in healthcare marketing or otherwise who who don't use Twitter and don't get it. They don't understand it. And, you know, it's so hyped right now that in trying to explain, this is my, my personal experience, trying to explain the benefit of it, you take so much time that it kind of warps the context of where social media might actually be. So in other words, I'm spending a half hour trying to explain Twitter and an hour media on marketing planning, you know, and... And it, it gives it almost way too much weight. Do you guys have any of that experience? Sure. You know, I think that um, it's it's neat and it's novel and it's kind of new. And, and, and so people want to try it and use it and, and do it without really, uh, I think, figuring out where it fits into their overall strategy or, or if it fits into their overall strategy. And, uh, you know, even from a branding perspective, they're so worried about giving a certain username or you know, locking themselves down on all these different platforms that, you know, at some point it's, you know, how many of these platforms do you really need to be involved in 
Um, you, you know, so you kind of have, you know, I think you kind of have to work through a lot of that stuff. So you see a lot of people that are new in it and man, they're up just on, on everything. Right. And, right. um, and pretty much all they're doing is telling you the same thing across a hundred platforms, you yep. know? And so uh, that, that's, what's kind of interesting to me is coming back to seeing some best practices from some of these hospitals that are actually getting some sort of benefit uh, out of using Twitter, you know, besides just sending me every press release that's on their website. You right. Know? So, <laughs> right. Um, I don't know. You know, it's, it's just kind of interesting to watch the evolution as it goes. Yeah, and I think I think what you what you're saying is is very I mean, it's a very important point. I mean, it, if you're just getting into it for the first time, um, jumping into every pool, you know, just going feet first into every single possible outlet is probably just a, a, a poor approach. Um, starting small, whether it's just Twitter or just Facebook, um, just getting something out there to get your feet wet is, is, is key, I think, so that you can start to learn, especially if you, if you are inexperienced with social media, start to learn what it's all about, start to just kind of see how people are going to respond, see what other people are throwing out there, friend up some of the other organizations so you can see what they're doing, follow their tweets. Um, I think, I think it's important not to just jump into every single one of them feet first. Sure. Yeah. No, go ahead, Reed. No, I was, you know, I was just going to say that, you know, maybe it's it's a great idea to get involved, and I think it's also very beneficial to when you first get involved, kind of like you said, listen uh, is maybe one of your first steps, and and start trying to figure out how to uh, see who's talking about you, what conversations are going on. You know, there's there's lots of ways, obviously, on Twitter and in other social networks for that matter, to monitor the use of the of your brand name. And things like that, and that'll allow you to, uh, you know, respond and then get engaged with conversations that are already happening versus just, you know, running out the door and, you know, just sending everybody everything that you can think of. Right, so. right. And it's, yep. it's, it's, it's a little bit frustrating when you, when you hear from the people who don't get it. Um, well, it's, it's frustrating to hear that they don't get it because really it's so easy to get because um, all you have to do is, is listen, um, start a Twitter account and follow some of these people to see what they're doing. Get on Facebook and just follow. Don't don't do it yet. Just follow. Um, well, I, and if you're still I, lost after you've been following, then something is something's wrong. <laughs> Adam, I, I can relate to those folks because that was me like six months ago. Right. I mean, you know that. And we there's been a number of articles locally here about Twitter, both healthcare related and not. And I, I swear I've heard the same version of pushback uh, in at least well, three different occasions, which is something like, you know, nobody cares that you just ate a sandwich. That's how they're that's how they're basically saying Twitter is is pointless. Well, I think I think there's a difference between them and and you being a stranger to it, because as soon as you were exposed to it and saw the value of it, you jumped right on board. Well, that's what I'm. That's you what got, I'm saying. You got right into it. The thing that when, for me is frustrating is when you expose people to it, when they ask what the big deal is, and you show them how it's being used and how it's being used successfully, and they see that, but they still don't get it. See, you got it. So right. the difference is you were exposed to it and you got it. You're like, wow, that is powerful. That's cool. That's useful. I need to get on with this. Um, but those who still who see it and still don't get it, it's like they. It's like they don't get it because they don't want it to be another thing they don't into want their to. mix of daily activities. They feel overwhelmed right, already. Right. Well, and, and that's, I think once people get it, I think most, the problem is less that once people see it, they don't get it. But there are certainly those people. And the other thing I've heard a lot of, well, I, I don't have time for that. They get in and they see what it's about and they say, I don't have time. I can't keep up with that. 
And I'm like, you know, that doesn't keep the vast majority of people from getting satellite TV. They're not sitting in front of their TV going, oh, my gosh, there's 500 channels. I can't keep up with them all. I, I'm not going to use this tool. You know, it's it's you go in there and you're selective and you you know, I don't follow a lot of people that update what sandwich they're eating. I'm following people that add value to what I do. Right. Uh, and there might be some some kind of hobbies or or pursuits that I might follow that are that are more fun or personal, not professional. But uh, clearly, if you're making a statement like nobody cares, you ate a sandwich, so Twitter is stupid. What that tells me is you were me, you know, six months ago, and you haven't even tried. Right. Right. Yeah, and I think you know, being able to search for people who are having conversations about you know things that interest you, whether you're doing this. Uh, for just uh, personal or or professionally, you know, you can find those conversations out there. You can there's ways to search people's bios and find other people that are interested in the same thing. And they're going to have more relevant content coming through your stream, you know. And I think this is one of the problems with some of the social networks. You know, LinkedIn for one, I, I get I don't know how much spam from LinkedIn every day just simply because you try to you try to join say a healthcare marketing group. And all they do is, yeah. So anyway, I, I get on a whole other path on that. But, <laughs> but you know, as far as Twitter goes, you know, I think you know these are people that you know they're opt in, you right. know. And so if somebody's following you, um, yeah, there are people out there that are just trying to get a whole bunch of followers, so they just follow a bunch of people, hoping you're going to follow them back. But you, you know, those people will kind of fall off after a while, and. You know, you end up with people with with some good relevant content, which is kind of how this whole weekly chat thing developed. Um, you know, it really wasn't a let's go out and develop a weekly chat. You know, it was just quite honestly just looking for a convenient time to talk about marketing as a whole. You know, so and uh, you know every week we end up with more and more people on this, and so right. there is some definite value there. And I think once you can kind of explain that to people, um, you know, they they can understand. So. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. In my kind of experience, the strategy I've used is just to try to sit people down in front of the computer and show them. And and you know, once they're in there, they still might be hesitant. Adam, to your point, uh, but you know, the, the same people that there's a few people that are kind of hesitant on Twitter that claim they were hesitant on Facebook, and now they're all over Facebook. So it is just a matter sometimes of diving in there and, and trying it out, even on a personal level. So. Uh, well, let's talk about something else here. You know, if we're talking about, you know, the increased use of social media as a marketing channel, communications channel, whatever you want to call it in, in healthcare, is it going to replace something else? Is it going to, you know, either because of social media or other trends, are we going to see the uh, a drop in, in other traditional media channels? I mean, what do you guys think? Are there some that, that you've got pinpointed as, oh, you know, give this a year or five years and we're going to, we're going to see the end of it? Um... I mean, I... Yeah, I mean, you can, argue, you, you can argue newspapers are going to go away. You know, that's not really, you know, healthcare specific. But, um, I, you know, I don't know that social media is going to replace any of the traditional channels. Uh, but there are a lot of, you know, real fundamental shifts in the way, you know, obviously the way people watch TV is one. You know, with, with the invention of, of TiVo or a DVR, you know, now you can watch whatever you want to watch, whenever you want to watch it, and you can skip all the commercials, you know. So, uh, you know, some things are starting to change, I guess. I, I don't know, though, that that uh, social media really, especially in the advertising realm, is going to replace a lot of the traditional methods. 
I, I don't know. And some of that may depend on demographics and kind of where you are and, you know, the individual situation of that hospital. But yeah, I'm with you on that. I, I, I'm not sure it's going to replace anything because it's, it's serving a different need. One of the, you know, again, going back to kind of the questions of, uh, well, who's using social media and, and why would they use it to engage a hospital? You know, from my perspective, the traditional marketing tools of print advertising, outdoor advertising, TV advertising, uh, you know, those are those are aimed at folks that aren't engaging your hospital. Uh, they don't want to hear from you. They don't care. We call it Joe Public doesn't care about your hospital. And that's the only way you're going to reach them. If they don't care about you, you're not going to use social media. They're not going to use social media. But if they're using social media, that's a totally different ballgame in how you engage them. Uh, and if you, you know, if, if you've got folks that are engaged with your organization for whatever reason, they're a patient, they're a family member, they care for whatever reason, you don't want to use traditional advertising methods. You want to, you want to engage them as people. So it's kind of different. They're different audiences, different uses. Uh, but I'm going to throw out one that I think is, is on its deathbed and that's yellow pages. People spend so much money on yellow pages. Yeah. It, it amazes me. I haven't. Yeah, it's crazy expensive and um you know i the hospital that i was was with was in a smaller community and i you know when i got there i thought why are we buying so much yellow pages we're the only hospital here you know so <laughs> yeah, why, why are we spending all this money you know and so you know i, I don't know I'm, I'm not a big fan i think you know social media um you know kind of to the side, you know, just looking at yellow pages, uh, you know, as a vertical, I, I, I don't know. I mean, you, you can go online long before social media and find people's phone numbers and, you know, but social media does allow you to review and, uh, you know, get this personal interaction with people. So you could find out about, you know, a hospital or a retailer or a restaurant or what have you, which is a lot more information you're going to get in the yellow pages anyway. So, right, right. And, you know, a lot of times, you know, for the same reason that I, I, I kind of cringe whenever somebody uses the term Web 2.0, it's because they're trying to define, they're trying to put something that's constantly evolving into, they're trying to define it at this, at this particular state. This is what it is right now. But I think with advertising, with social media, with everything, there, it's, it's, it's constantly evolving. It's constantly changing. I mean, there's, it's hard to even say what's traditional at any given time because there's really no extended time period that it does, that that communications follow the same channels you know and those become the standards or whatever so it's you know it's it's interesting to watch social media now evolve like facebook is opening up their api so that people are going to be able to you're going to take facebook off of the off of the browser basically i think a a recent article said that facebook is blowing up the browser i thought that was a good way to 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 say that people are going to be able to start to integrate that service into some of their own applications that like desktop applications and stuff. This is the direction that I think social media is going to go. It's going to feel less like you're going to this website to do something and more like you're turning on your computer and it's just becoming a part of your experience while you're on there. Um, so I mean, it's just, it's, this stuff's constantly evolving. It's hard to say that we're transitioning from one thing into another, because for me, it's like, there's never, the one right way to do it. It's, it's, it's always right. options. It's always changing and we just have to be ready to, to roll with it. Right. And that's part of the, part of the pushback you get from people. And I, I think it's, I think it's fair on social media. It's just that because it's new now, uh, you know, you see Twitter all over the popular, you know, culture media outlets from Oprah to whatever, because it's new. Uh, but it's not going to replace, it's not, it's not even going to supplant or, 
uh, overtake some of these other things because there's just they're just different uses. But we're just hearing so much about it right now. Right. I mean, if somebody had just invented the billboard right now, you know, I don't. That would be an interesting take to see if it if it actually took off. But would people be? You know, I don't think we'd have like tweet chats using billboards. That might be quite expensive. Uh, for people to be posting, <laughs> turn, turnaround time would be kind of hard too. I think. Yeah, yeah it would be. It may- I mean, it does lend itself to kind of self-fulfilling hype because it's instant and it's easy and all those things. But uh, I wonder at what point it'll kind of settle down and and just find its rightful place uh, in the marketing mix. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, Reed. I want to ask you. Just it's it's always been curious to me. Um, we, you know, we've got healthcare marketing, so it's hashtag HCMKTG. Yes. Yes. Um, but you know, when, when you're on our side of healthcare, so when I say our side, I mean the provider side, hospitals, health systems, physicians, uh, we all consider ourselves healthcare marketing, but the folks on the med tech side often use that term and pharma. Uh, but we don't get too many, we don't get too many people, migrating to this do, do you think it's that they they kind of start seeing what we're talking about and they go oh that's not for us or uh, am i misunderstanding how the rest of the world views healthcare and how it's applied to different industries do you guys got any takes on that real quick no you know i've thought that too you know because i see different people through the week you know tag things obviously uh, not just during this one this one hour chat and, and it seems like ongoing there are more you know, especially pharma, but some medical device, um, uh, some med tech stuff. So, but I I don't know, I guess maybe they see the posts that come down the line and it appears to them that it's more based around hospitals versus, you know, healthcare as an industry, you know, but like like you said, you know, there aren't any, um, you know, insurance providers you know there's you don't see blue cross blue shield on here you don't see you know anything like right, that right. so um I, I don't know you know maybe that's uh, something on our part that we should should reach out to some of those and see if we can't get them involved you know so i don't know i don't know i'd be interested to see i just think they're such vastly different i mean certain, the payers is a, is a little closer but you know, med tech in my we've got lots of med tech you know medtronics up here and st jude has a presence and guidance uh, so much further advanced when it comes to marketing and branding, way more sophisticated as an industry, uh, pharma the same way. Uh, so it, they're just such different. They might as well be the auto industry and, you know, the garment industry as far as their, like, their closeness to hospitals. So I just, I'm curious as to what would happen if they, if they start looking in here and going, well, you guys are like 10 years behind. We're moving on. I don't know. Again, maybe that's just my bias. Yeah, I mean, isn't that the knock on hospitals in general, though? You know, I mean, yes. uh, you know, I, I guess maybe some of these companies, you know, they don't have the, you know, whether it's the in-house legal counsel or, um, you know, a CEO or whoever that's saying, eh, I don't know about that, you know. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I guess they just, and like you said, it's a, even though they're in the same umbrella, it's really a different industry, uh, yeah. what they do and how they do it, I guess. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. All right. Well, I, that's a good place for us to uh, wrap things up. You guys got anything else you want to add before we uh, shut her down? No, I think I think we we covered some good stuff this week. Cool. I've been 
And Reed, you've been you guys have been keeping up on the tweet chat. I see your names coming through, but I you know, if I did that I think my brain would explode trying to, <laughs> trying to do this and type and follow conversations. I I don't think it would work. So I'm, I'm gonna try to type, jump in here at the very end. But uh, Reed, it was great having you. We appreciate yeah. you joining us. Hey, I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, well we'll do it again sometime. Definitely. Sounds good. All right. All right. So for Healthcare Marketing Insights, this is Chris Bevelo. Adam Meyer. And we will talk to you next week.